Hello. Uh, today is April 22nd, 2022. Welcome to the Theta Game Podcast, the official podcast of ThetaGame.com. I'm your host, Juni, and thanks for tuning in. These are only my opinions. Anything said in this podcast and future podcasts should not be considered financial advice. I have stock positions in PayPal and AMD. Thank you. Holy moly, in the history of the entire Theta Game podcast, um, and what, I don't even know what episode number this is. Let me, let me just like check real quick. This is episode number 147. In 147 episodes, I guess, I've never skipped an episode. Um, and that was just me being a little overconfident, uh, as I normally am. Uh, I totally thought I'd be able to record, uh, when I came back from Coachella. Uh, I did not, in fact, record after I came back from Coachella. That was just a lot. Uh, it was really fun. It was a lot of fun, but it was also really, really tiring. So, um, note for self for next year, uh, I will definitely record before I leave for Coachella. So, um, yeah, this is just a Coachella ad. Today's sponsor is Coachella. No, uh, I wish that'd be, that would be a clear indicator that I secured the bag, but I have not secured the bag yet. <laughs> Lots of stuff, uh, has been happening. Um, but gonna be totally honest, I haven't been keeping up with like the inflation news. I haven't been keeping up with any sort of financial news except uh, Netflix. Netflix went down heavy, went down bigly um, last week, and it's just really, really scared all these growth, um, growth-oriented investors. And so you see a lot of the Nasdaq, aka all the tech stocks, being dragged down with Netflix. Um, and it's a telling story, right? Like the Facebook shift to meta and then that, uh, being perceived to not go well. And then Netflix subscriber count went down for the first time in like a decade. Um, it's all starting to really hit this inflection point of just, Hey, is this growth really justified this growth in price? Um, if not, you know, where's the bottom, where do we want to take this down to? Because we're a lot of what's happening right now is very reactionary uh, and very, um, what's what's the word that I'm looking for? When you look into the future uh, off of a guess, it's very, uh, you're probably in the car like, oh, it's this word, Judy, just say it. Um, it's very reactionary and uh, <laughs> I just, I just, I just can't, I can't think of the word, uh, but people are basically pricing in um you know doom for the stock at, at least for right now i mean netflix being down to its what was it like 2017 levels let me just let me look that up for you um netflix is currently trading at levels that have not been seen since 2019 2018 and uh yeah in the very beginning of 2018 so summer 2017 um is it justified i have no clue um i personally don't watch netflix or any sort of like streaming service uh the only reason why i have it is because my parents do um but i don't think it's necessary and i do believe in that competition rising is not good for it i am absolutely aware of it and having netflix um increase their spend on original content is not very isn't very attractive as a investor because you know to in my eyes at least um consumers are really dumb 
Like we're really, really dumb, right? We it doesn't take a lot to make us happy. It, we don't need like a billion dollar budget for a movie, more or less a video game. If you haven't heard, uh, you know, we're we're making huge critiques over AAA companies and gaming of how big of a budget they have and how bad their games have been sucking lately. But that can absolutely turn true for like the movie industry and the original show industry such as Netflix, where you're spending all this money, but you're still not getting the uh, subscriber count that you're getting, that's a big problem, right? So uh, no clue if it's justified. I don't usually follow Netflix stock, but it is affecting a lot of my other stocks, right? It's affecting PayPal. It's affecting AMD just because they are in the tech world. So anything that has a growth prospect in it is getting hit, and Netflix is the reason why. I want to quickly talk about a feature that I had done probably like a week and a half ago because I didn't get to talk about it in the last week's episode because last week's episode did not happen. Uh, you can now see futures on mobile if you go to the search tab uh, or the search icon and then click it or tap it. Uh, you'll see futures right there. Um, and that's about it. Nothing nothing really else of new besides working on the Pro dashboard that I have uh, in the works. It's not going to be on ThetaGang.com, which is something in itself. It's going to have some sort of prefix .ThetaGang.com. Uh, that's going to be Patreon exclusive. Um, but I'm doing really cool things there where I'm doing like server-side rendering, at least for now. I mean, like I have a lot of the back end done. But I'm just really trying to see whether or not I really want to go the server-side rendering approach. Um, splitting up my code base it doesn't feel good, but does feel nice that I'm learning something new. Um, which is, you know, one of the best pros of, like, working on a passion project is that I get to... Um, at least a passion project that is related to my field is that I get to become a better engineer, basically, if, because I get to try out different technologies... But um, yeah, it is definitely slower development than I'm used to. Uh, but that's just something I'm, I'm always debating. So um, that will come out probably end of quarter three. And for those that are not into business, I'm pretty sure that's going to be like maybe September. Um, <clears throat> and then just finishing that up then. Um, otherwise, I don't know. There's, there's a lot of different directions I can take ThetaGang.com. And uh, I'll just have to reevaluate after the pro dashboard. But I, I think I also want to bring payments into the platform um, where uh, I'll leave Patreon possibly and bring just payments into datagang.com and just get a little bit more oriented and learn more about just fintech in general and maybe how Stripe works and all that fun jazz. Um, but yeah, I mean, also need to say that there are Patreon spots open. Um, but uh, I've been like closing down on the limits of a lot of the tiers because I want to explore uh, just bringing the payments onto uh, ThetaGang.com. So you'll see a reduced number of seats, but there are open seats. And then uh, there's also no rush, right? Like right now, I'd say that um, me being red is no indicator right, of me being like the guru answer that you're looking for to change your... Um, you know, current profit loss of red to green. Uh, I am absolutely still red. And uh, I think it says a lot about how um, patrons are deciding to stay, I mean, despite, you know, 
me being down almost $30,000 on my 200k position. Um, yeah, it just says a lot about, I think, what the community is all about. Is like, what differentiates me, be, uh, like, bet not between, but what differenti differentiates me from, like, I don't know, other people that provide a service is I always show my terminal and I always show that I am indeed red, right? I think a lot of other people don't show how red they are uh, when they are red. And then it just leads to, you know, the members in that community thinking like, oh, you know, uh, maybe I'm not good at this or, you know, this person must be winning. This person must be winning. I think the fact that I am so red and then I show face is actually one of the redeeming factors of of what I provide is like oh Juni is really red so therefore I feel less bad about being red <laughs> I feel like that's the service that I'm currently providing that is that is much different from 2020 and 2021 but uh I'm still hopeful that the market turns around I'm not hopeful of that like I will break even if I don't invest more money and let me like let me let me dissect that a little bit. So right now, uh, I'm down like twenty nine thousand dollars on two hundred k portfolio. Uh, my cost bases for um, PayPal and AMD are pretty high compared to the prices that are uh, there right now. And uh, when the market does decide to rebound, uh, and this is me just like basically crystal balling here because I actually don't know what's gonna happen, right? And no one does. Uh, I don't think we're going to rip upwards. I think it's going to take a long time for us to actually get back to the levels of where uh, at least I break even. And so, you know, now is the time where you have to actively, or not I'm going to say you, I'm going to say me, where I have to actively gauge, hey, is right now the time to double down? And if so, like, should I go uh, all in, which I normally would never do. It's like, should I go all in? Should I put some in here? How much should I put in here? And then, you know, doing risk reward analysis of like, okay, what happens if we end up actually going lower, right? Would that trigger me beyond belief? Like, how much cash do I need on the side to actively continue dipping, um, dipping, and buying the dip? Um, and then, also, you know, this is the best time to be loading your portfolio. I don't like saying reloading because that assumes that you uh, got got. So I'm just gonna say load your portfolio. You want to be putting in like an X amount of money uh, like every like week. That That's probably the best interval of where you can be more the most consistent with it is like every week put an X amount of money into your account. So when you do see an uptrend or when you do see your signal to buy more that you could do it um, right then and there and when you want to there's not this like awkward period or awkward mode of thinking where you're like oh you know it's just too much of a pain to uh, deposit more money right now or oh I'll wait later I'll wait later because as interest rates rise yeah you're you might get a little bit more money in your savings account of wherever it lands but like there is some sort of value of getting money into your cash account in your brokerage so that you are ready to buy the dip when you do see that buy signal that also doesn't mean that you have to necessarily invest every single dollar right when you put it in, right? Like if you put in $500 every week into your uh, brokerage account, 
you can just let that stay as $500 cash and then again just wait for your buy signal wait for that uptrend and then buy into your stocks to help uh, lower your cost basis uh, I also just want to quickly give a shout out to Nala Zach and Carlos for emailing me uh, while I was gone um, just checking in and saying hi or you know checking in and say yo are you good <laughs> where's that where's that podcast episode um, but yeah I appreciate emails like those I love that you know there are people that do uh, wait for the podcast episode especially for the commute so thank you for thinking about me and uh, I do appreciate it also, one last thing. I don't know, Tyler, if you are listening, but Tyler is an example of uh, someone that signed up on Patreon um, and basically signed up with an email and then, um, you know, just basically asked to get started. But then it was a very shallow email. Usually people that sign up are just like, that give like give an intro of just like oh hey listen to you forever blah blah blah. but sometimes i'll get people that just like quickly fill out the form and then um, leave it very sparse and then have no intro at all and from time to time but especially like right now uh like times like right now where the market's really red and the trading activity is not very high i purposely um just refund people and then don't actually let them join until you know they are absolutely ready to join the community or whatever because i find that a lot of people right now are just searching around different services to um basically help themselves break even or you know learn and actively trade and i i feel bad right like right now i'm not uh actively trading as like i'm just like really down on amd and paypal and so i'm really waiting to see for that absolute uptrend to start happening before i deploy more capital so I uh, refunded Tyler his Patreon subscription, and then I just told him, hey, uh, I don't know how you found me, but go check out my podcast and website, and then you know, if you decide later that you want to join, this spot will probably be open for you next month or something. And then he replied back, and he said that like, you know, he signed up really late, he was in a rush, but he totally gets that, um, that vibe of why I refunded him. And then he wrote that, like, he wrote this here, like, I appreciate the refund as it serves as a confirmation that this community is not get rich quick look at my Lambo scam. I love that line so much. So Tyler, if you're listening, like thank you. I love that. Um, the community that I've built is absolutely not the get rich quick look at my Lambo scam. That is that is gold. That is actually gold. It is so good. Um, yeah. Very loving of my community, uh, the the community that we have in Discord is very wholesome, and it's gonna stay that way, right? Like I can build it as slow as I want. I don't want there to, I don't want any emphasis on growth, which is a big reason why I don't reach out to like investors right now. Because if investors, uh, you know, was starting to give me uh, what like guidance and whatnot, they would want subscription numbers to be up. And that would probably grow the, the Discord a little bit too fast. And I feel like the culture would be lost. This, the culture that we have right now is really, really cool. Like, I, it's, it's, a, it's a weird feeling that, you, that it feels like we've known each other for so long. And we're just, like, really all just internet strangers that came together for, like, one really random 
hobby of like theta game trades, right? Like we all we were all originally interested in just theta game trades, but we have like a food channel. We like talk about just like normal life, like house buying or and houses and just like sometimes we see kids and it's, it's all kid friendly too. Like I make sure that there's no like of none of that like uh what is that typical like sexism memes, you know, those that you see on other like social networks that deal with trading cuz it's just like very very male boomer dominated it's like oh <laughs> so yeah i'm just super happy with the community that uh we've built together and um yeah i mean i can't i can't think of anything else to say uh so today is going to be a casual episode as um i don't think i'm going to be doing my long one today because i have wrestling in about 20 minutes so I want to just quickly just bring up one last point before I read off the outro. And it's that uh, last episode, I said that I got pre-qualified for a, a mortgage, which is all fine and dandy. But really, like I look on Redfin, I look on Zillow, there is way more inventory now uh, than there was a month ago. Like it's fact now that there are way more houses to choose from than a month ago and it's kind of cool to see that interest rates really do affect home prices there are some videos online and some you know narrators that say that um the higher interest rates doesn't necessarily equate to lower housing costs or housing prices and uh i agree right like if there is a new shift it where like you know more people are working from home and homes are now deemed more important than before yeah i agree that home prices um have gotten definitely a boost and it can stay relatively high um and i'm not calling for a crash or anything but i do see way more houses in my budget um and uh this is this is a little something for you it's like my house is um, it's basically it's dependent on my portfolio the portfolio that i show every week on tuesday at 7 30 p.m pacific time at twitch.tv slash real theta gang that 200k portfolio is for my down payment i'm thirty thousand dollars down or to be more specific twenty nine thousand dollars down on it right now if the market keeps going down that's fine and i'll have to just make the adjustment of hey do I gotta continue living outside inside a room, or do I gotta you know maybe move back with my parents? I I could always just reevaluate that, but I've came to the conclusion that I do not want to sell for a loss to buy my house. Like that is fine. I know that when the time is right, the time will find me, and the perfect house will come up in its way and maybe the housing price even drops down low enough to where I can uh, not even have to take the hit in my brokerage account but rather I just like take out whatever X amount is left in cash and I go with that and just keep the money that I'm down on invested I am at peace I feel like there was a part of me that was just always thinking about okay now should I sell you know what happens if we keep on going down and now it's just i'm i'm leaning into it it's like yeah bring it on let's let's go down as as much as you want to go down i'm happy of where 
you know, where the market is currently at, I think it, it's justified. I think it was needed. The market was definitely way too hot. Everybody was winning. Everyone was saying that they're super sick at trading. Um, but since then, I think a lot of those people have quieted down a little bit. And now it's just, you know, making sure that I basically don't get got. I don't make any hasty decision of, you know, oh, man, the market is doomed i'm gonna just buy puts oh i'm so tilted i'm i need to be able to buy my house tomorrow so i'm gonna buy zero day expiration on spy and then bet that the market's gonna go down five percent in a day and that's how i make it all back because i need this right now no it's like i'm i've come to full realization that i can absolutely be in this room for another year i can move back with my parents for another year i, I kind of already just want to do that in general so it's like maybe this is the sign from you know the big man in the sky that's telling me like hey you know your your mom is feeling a little bit better your um your stepdad oh by the way my stepdad just got diagnosed with diabetes type 2 um it, it's it's been a long time coming he eats sweets all the time he knew he knows he was he was he was getting what he was getting himself into no, no sad story there it's just we're just glad that he's um found out that uh, found out about it early he's corrected his diet now and we're, 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 and we're doing everything in that sort. I'm just glad no one is sad. That, that had to have been some of the darkest times in my life, uh, when my mom was super sad. Um, but yeah, now, now I call her and she's, she's in a, she's in a happy mood. You know, she's, she has time to think about like the backyard. It's, it's, it's a feel good story. And this is also something of like, why maybe the the market is not so tilting it's just like at the end of the day i know that i'm a skilled worker like i know i'm really good at what i do so i'll always be able to make money and i'll always be able to rent from somewhere i'll always be able to afford food i'll always be okay like and that's that's it it's like and i know you will too like if, when if you're listening to this yeah, your account might be down, it might be red, but like, are you're okay. You have the privilege to just like listen to a Spotify or an Apple podcast episode while you're doing whatever you're doing. Are you driving a car? Dang, that's pretty nice. You have a car, right? Like there there are so many things to be grateful for and I'm just like finding out slowly but surely like of all the things I truly do care about. It's like now Whenever I just hear my mom in a good mood and I, when I call her, it's like the best feeling in the world. Where before, you know, it's just like, ah, yeah, it's just my mom, whatever. You know, it's just like, ah, yeah, yeah, I'll brush my teeth. Yeah, I'll look bo both ways before I cross the road. Yeah, I'll do this. Yeah, I'll do this. But now, you know, instead of her, like, moaning in pain or groaning, it's like now she's continuing to tell me these things that she's been telling me my entire life. And now... I embrace it. I'm just like, yes, mama, tell me more, mama, about how I got to find the right girl. Yeah. <laughs> and all that stuff. So good things. I'm distracting myself with all types of other things. Oh, by the way, yeah. And like this Sunday or tomorrow, I'm going fishing. I'm doing poke polling, which is something where you like, uh, <laughs> I don't, do, do I go into this right? Yeah, I'm going to go into this right now. You built, you, i I bought two sticks. I bought two sticks. Like they they had bark on them and everything. And there's like two raw sticks and they're like walking sticks. But they're just like raw sticks. They they haven't been sanded down or stripped off of the bark or anything. Uh, I bought two of them for me and my roommate to go poke polling. Poke polling is a type of fishing where you stick a 
stick into like little tiny tide pools or rocks with like a little hook at the end and you put bait on it and so you like let the fish or the eel or whatever creature like an octopus eat the uh, piece of squid on the very end of the stick and you literally yank the creature out by the stick uh, because otherwise a fishing rod would just bend or break uh, whereas like a poke pole it like retains its structure and so I am so excited to go actually fishing tomorrow because we're going poke polling. I put so much work into like debarking. Is that is that the term? I debarked the two sticks, uh, I, and then it was like all by hand with a knife, and then I tied like a coat hanger with a hook and then duct taped it. It's like it looks pretty jank, but it's like made with love. So you know, it's like it's like a totally it's a total I made this moment, and um, so I did that. And the next day after that, on Sunday, I have a jiu-jitsu tournament where I'm competing at the 155 bracket. I tried to make it to the 145 in time, but I don't think that's possible without feeling really bad. And I'm in no rush to get to 145. I'm doing that uh, with a steady pace right now. So, I see, there are some parallels to the stock market, right? Like, I'm in no rush to break even. I know I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life, and I, I trust that the market will go back up. Um, but... No rush. But anyway, jiu-jitsu on Sunday. It's a tournament. Uh, it's a blue belt tournament. It's not a white belt tournament. So it's white, blue, purple, brown, and then black. So I'm like the second stage. Um, and apparently this is the biggest blue belt tournament that this tournament has ever seen. And then that just led me to think, wow, is there blue belt inflation or is just everyone really good right now? And so I'm kind of kind of nervous about Sunday because I feel like, because usually if there's not a lot of people, you don't have that many matches, right? You, you have like two matches and then you get placed. But now I feel like I'm going to have like four guaranteed matches. And that's a lot of matches to go through because, you know, you, you fight one person. And then, you know, if, if you if you take forever to submit the person, you're really tired by the time it gets to your next match. Um, but that's going to be fun. I love putting my myself in opportunities where I can lose because I feel like I take losing very well, and I definitely always take it as a learning moment. I do get kind of salty, but it's not salty. It's more like sad. I don't get like mad that I lose. I definitely just get kind of sad, but I have a good support system. I do things because I genuinely think they're fun. I don't do things for other people, um, so it just helps with the whole like, ah, oh, yeah, as long as I remember this is all about personal growth, I'll be fine. And then, yeah. Oh, you could, you could tell that, you know, there's a lot of things that I've been wanting to say, especially in the 1% section, but I want to just get it all out here because I feel like people need good vibes these days for, especially with just looking at the, the market, Jesus, uh, it's just been, it's been tough, right? Like if you... Uh, if you if you've been trying to catch the bottom or trying to buy the dip lately, you've been not doing so hot. Um, and to that is just like you know learn these le learn these lessons very quickly um, and then re react with with those lessons. It's if you find yourself constantly buying the dip and it keeps going down, well then you know maybe it's a time for you to look for a new signal. Maybe it's time for you to actually wait for a few green days before you buy instead of just like consistently trying to buy the dip on every single red day. 
because there comes a shift in time, right? Where you go from one side to the other side. When you first begin trading, you typically only buy during green days because what does what do what does everyone else think? Oh yeah, it's yeah, everyone else is going on the stock. Everyone's making money on the stock. I want to make money too. I'm gonna buy on green day. You get got because of that type of mentality a few times. You get got because like, oh, you know, everyone else is going to go in, so I'm going to go in. And then it starts plummeting. And then you think like, oh, you know what? Ah, that's all uh, bull poop. Yeah, I'm going to, instead now, I'm going to actually just buy on red days because that's when I'm buying stuff on discount. And so that's where you might be at right now where you're on that whole other side of the spectrum where you only buy on red days. And then you face moments like these and you, you say like, okay, when are these red days going to stop? This doesn't make any sense. But I keep buying the dip and, you know, the market always goes up. That's what other people say. Um, and then now you're getting got like this. You have to find that happy medium of where now maybe you buy during green days, but not when everyone else on the world in the world is buying, right? Like do some risk reward, risk reward analysis where you buy during green days during like bearish times like these after you know x amount of green days or after it's hit this price target uh if it's breached this resistance stuff like that so you know i can tell that there are a good handful of people that are just consistently buying a dip and it's consistently going lower it's time to switch it up learn from your mistakes like learn and you know, like react there's no point in doing the same thing over and over again expecting a different result it works in the very, very long run, but the long run does not matter if you do not make it to the long run. If you are doing things that get you tilted, where it eventually makes you blow up, right? If you buy like super risky out the money options to just make it all back really quickly in one trade and you get got there, there's a good chance you're going to quit. Uh, if you consistently buy the dip, 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 and then it consistently goes down, it goes down, it goes down, it goes down, it goes down. And then at the very bottom, you say, ah, you know what, trading's not for me, or at least, you know what, I'm gonna take a break. And you close out all your trades and you close it out for red, you take the loss, and then the market starts rallying, you're probably gonna quit. Do the things uh, today that won't make you quit later. Thank you. That was a ending. Okay, so <laughs> that was a crazy ending, at least in my eyes. But the, and that's also perfect timing because I have to leave soon. So I want to give a huge, huge shout out to my awesome community: um, Pocket Change, Avrilian, Mike D, Slow Motion, Jay Z, and Symmetrics, Pastor Bedtime, Empty Cats, Mods, Norco, Royal, Mitch Bay, Seven, Upstream, Puddle, Craig Thomas, GJ Wilson, BJ Kim, Statistically Random, Mr. Integrity, Drevy, Joffrey, Eighty Six, Island Bell, Wheaton, DJ Mac, Eighty Six, Nala, Vlad, TC, Maltman, Eighty Six, M Hayden, Little Little, Mr. Sneezy. Mr. Sneezy, Menno Dunk Dumb, Grandpa 95, Leo Justin, Fancy Wolf, Maestro XC, McFly, Seneca, Mememe, Chicken Dinner, Ivan Yurkinoff, Arf Man, Lord Skeletor, Lazy Reservist, The Jester, Kaput, Rest of Your Shifty, AG, Theater A, ULXV, El Finko, 4RT, Can't Make Money RL, and Ensis 88. Wow. Um, what is new? Uh, no, I gotta still do the outro. <laughs> follow me on Twitch at Real Theta Game. You can follow me on Twitter at Real Theta Game. You can email me at junior at ThetaGame.com. Theta Game is part of the part of Tasty Works. Excited with the Theta Game referral code is a huge help. Theta Game, one word, all caps. Holy moly. Okay. Um, I still have to upload this, so that's gonna take some time. Uh, I put the shirt on pause because I wanted to wait for other uh, sponsorships to reply back. Tastyworks so far is the only one that has 
absolutely gone all the way to the very end and submitted payment. So there's a good chance it's just a Theta Gang uh, t-shirt with a huge uh, Tasterworks uh, sponsorship logo on the back, which is also equally as sick because it's just gonna, it's just gonna be like a reminder I can wear on my back that when I'm when I was small or when Theta Gang was small, Tastyworks was the only uh, company that's willing to give give Theta Gang some time. So. I'm probably gonna run with that, and we'll see where where everything lands. But uh, yeah, I'm super excited to bring the shirt uh, out to everybody. But maybe I'll also wait until the market uh, resumes an uptrend because I don't know if anybody has any extra money to spend on a t-shirt. <laughs> and with that, uh, I'll see everybody on the next podcast episode. Otherwise, I'll see everybody on Twitch live stream at 7:30 p.m. Pacific time at twitch.tv/realthinking. Bye bye.